worse in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. Got the cameras on mother. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Feels like a Monday to me. Yeah, I need our. Today's Monday. Yeah, I need our next president to get rid of Mondays. Mondays, as far as like school and as far as work, I think that we need three day weekends, man. I think the weekend should be. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Because technically, Friday ain't really the weekend. You know what I'm saying? You work, you go to school on the Friday. We need Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. I'll we take that. Four, we need just four days. I'll take that. Four days for work, four days for school. Dang, why not? The world will keep moving. I'm with you. It was, it was a crazy weekend. Shout out to everybody that was uh, that was in Charlotte for All-Star. Yes, indeed. Had you a know, great time out there. I left my whole wallet at home. <laughs> What you mean? This whole weekend, I didn't bring my wallet. I didn't have my ID. I didn't have no credit cards. I didn't have no money on me. You went through Clear. You went through Clear. Yeah, I went through Clear, but in Charlotte, uh, they don't have Clear, clear to get back. So how'd you get back? You know, you, when you so just some advice: if you ever forget your ID or lose it or something, and you have to catch a flight, get to the airport early. They have a supervisor come over, and then they ask you these questions like, "What's your mother's maiden name? Mm-hmm. What's a, a address that you lived at before? You know, whatever." They ask you a bunch of questions. Then, if you go through security after that, they search. They put your stuff in like red bins to flag that you don't have ID, and then they search every single thing in your bag. They take everything out just to make sure. Just yeah, they check everything. They got to. And then they do the whole full body search and all of that. So you just have to get there. I got. It took like forty five minutes. Wow. For all of that, and even though like. You know, shout out to them. They knew who I was, but they, they still have to go through the to, process. Yeah, you still yeah, have to go through the whole process. You can't be like, here's the article proving who I am. It doesn't matter. Wow. All right. Well, I had a great time in All Star. All Star was just packed. There's just oh, it's just so many people. But it didn't look that packed to me when I was there Saturday. Now it was when I went you know, to I, when you, CIAA looked more packed up when I than when on when I be done. Well, did, oh, you, did you go to up? Epicenter? Yeah, I did an event at the Epicenter on Saturday. Wasn't that packed? No. No. When I went to the Epicenter, it was Ram Saturday. Saturday night, maybe. Saturday, yeah, Saturday night, night was I did, uh, During the day, not so much. Yeah, I did an event with Mountain Dew and, you know, interviewed Migos and Allen Iverson and Joel Embiid and Russell Westbrook and mm-hmm. his brother and Asia Wilson and Jaron Jackson and Marvin Bagley. And it was, I mean, it was packed in that event. But when you, I was just floating around. I was like, uh, it ain't that crazy out there. Mm, no, nah, it was crazy. And then shout out to everybody that came out to our podcast. Of course, we do a live podcast. We do about three a year. And last night was one of them. Uh, ended mad late. That's why I still got the outfit on from last night and still got on my shoes. But I had a great time. Shout out to everybody out that came to the KC Crew podcast. I had a wonderful was your time. your 100th episode. No, one, that was two weeks ago was the 100th episode. Oh. And that was at Tao. So this was just one that we do every February. So it was a great time. Great turnout. Shout out to everybody that came out. We appreciate you guys. And let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, there's a lot of things going on in front page news. Um... I don't know what it's like. You know it's going to snow here in New York tomorrow, so let's talk about that. What? How yeah, much it's snow? it's going to snow. And then we're going to talk about Colin Kaepernick and his collusion case settlement, huh? All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the all-star game team, LeBron beat team. I'm just going to call him uh, Greek Freak, 178 to 164. Why, you can't pronounce Giannis? What's his full name? I don't know. All right, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if I pronounced that right just now. But Kevin Durant Giannis. was named all-star, uh, the MVP all-star. We're not going to talk about the three-point shooting champ, Joe Harris, from the Brooklyn Nets, the first time a Brooklyn Nets has ever won that. Congratulations. I mean, you sound him. excited. <laughs> yeah. You're the only one. <laughs> Congratulations. The three-point shooting him contest him was dope. He beat Steph Curry. That was... That was dope. That's amazing for him. Yeah, that was. He was an underdog, and Shout he won. People, he came out. People weren't even really applauding for him, and then they didn't he know who he was. And still not really and applauding for him. They had no clue who he was. But and congratulations that's why you to have him. to commend somebody like that who's an underdog that comes out and wins. All right, and, and Colin, shout out to that New York Nick. He won the uh, slam dunk contest. 
Oh, the New York Knicks. No, I'm just kidding. You don't even know his name. Yeah, there was no New York Knicks in the slam dunk contest. I just wanted to say it. But anyway. I thought he just, I thought he just signed to the Knicks. Yeah, but he he didn't win. He didn't Nick win. didn't win. No, I just said I'm joking. Oh. Are you listening to me? No, I'm not. Oh, I could tell. You said the New York Knicks won. I was joking. Thank <laughs> you. All right, now let's talk about Colin Kaepernick and the NFL. They have settled their collusion case. They aren't allowed to give any details on what it was, but basically. Um, Reports are saying he got close to $100 million. I don't know they if that's also, true. They also, reports are also saying that's not true. Yeah, they're saying that's not true, but I'm, I'm just giving you both about sides. That a little bit. So he won the case, but then they were talking about there's, this, there's two teams he might be playing for next yeah, year. Yeah, he could still play. He might sign, according to his lawyer, with the Panthers or the Patriots. Yeah, because Eric Reed won that, won, won that case, too. Yeah, Eric Reed was for the Carolina Panthers. In that as well. So that's a total financial win. Right. I mean, I think people were looking at this situation the wrong way. They were looking at it as a principled fight and Colin was trying to prove the NFL was racist. Mm-hmm. When the reality is this was a wrongful termination lawsuit and Colin won, it seems like. Right. Yeah, he's very um, excited about it. But it depends so on the terms of his settlement too, though. Well, they, he's they, not allowed to speak on it. Well, I'm saying they could have paid Colin for his silence. Like, and, and you'll find out if Colin, you know, does get signed to an NFL team. If Colin kneels, then he didn't get paid off. If he doesn't nail, hmm. Uh, all right, well, he did agree to yes, end his can. suit against the NFL. So. What? what are you talking about? Yes, you can, Neil. All right. They put that rule on hold. <laughs> now, five bystanders were shot during a police shootout in New Orleans. Uh, the suspect was fatally shot by a Louisiana State police officer at the end of a foot chase. But five people who were waiting at a bus stop in New Orleans were shot during a police shootout with that robbery suspect. And that happened on Sunday. They said the detectives were investigating two armed robberies. And then they identified a person of interest near a bus stop at the intersection of Canal and Elk Place. And that's when the detectives called uniformed officers to help question the suspect. But when they tried to engage him, he pulled out a weapon and started shooting. So. All right. Yes. Oh, and since we speaking of the NBA All-Star Game, did you guys uh, hear Anthony Hamilton sing the national anthem? Uh-huh. I did not. All right, well, don't worry. I have a little snippet for you. And the rock is red the Anthony Hamilton made that sound nice. When, when does Anthony Hamilton ever sound whack, though? I'm saying, remember when Fergie did the national anthem? I know you're not comparing laughing? Fergie to Anthony Hamilton. She sure did. I'm just saying they had the same job. I know you're not comparing Fergie to Anthony Hamilton. She sure better. did. That was amazing. He did his own I rendition. Know. He slowed it down. He made it soulful. She sure did. And I love it. Yeah, you know why? Because Anthony Hamilton has real vocal talent. Fergie has none. That's the key difference. But I'm not, it's not a joke. There's nothing to joke about. That's a fact. All right. Well, that's your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible night. Maybe you just tired. Maybe your weekend was long. Whatever it may be. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Monty from the DMV. Monty from the DMV. What's up, brother? Yeah, what's up with y'all? I'm trying to rap for y'all real quick. Nah, we what's good. Nah, let's hear it. Early, Come man. on, let's go. Cool. Cool. It's too early, man. Do a rap, I'm listening. I've been dead for at least two days, but it's okay. It me time to focus on my loose change. Once, five, twenty, all stuff up in the briefcase. As a cheapskate, that the money was packed away. 30 J's on my feet. So you know it's been a rough week. Think about all the ways I can make my risk leave people okay, around. Okay, Yo, my bad. Get my fart ready, drunk. Fart on, fart on homie. Fart all over the dude. I told y'all not to answer. That was pretty bad, man. You know, you never know. That was horrible. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Christian Lopez. How's everybody doing this morning? What's up, What's up? Brother? How you doing? Get it off your chest. Fellas, y'all all right? I'm blessed. I'm breathing, man. I can't complain. God is good. No doubt. Anything else? Bless this morning because I thank God every day. On my knees to the DC, I pray that it was great. Yo, what's up, man? This ain't 106 and Park Freestyle Battle, man. 
What just happened? Fart on drum, drum. I really thought he was just calling to say hi. This ain't no 106 in Park freestyle battle. He didn't even start. He just nonsense early in the morning. He didn't even ask. He didn't even ask. He just started rapping. I feel violated. Jeez. Hello? Hello? Hey, what's your name, mama? Kiana. Now, if you start rapping, I give up. Yeah, he is. Me? No, forget it. Got it, Kiana. What's up, mama? <laughs> um, I am mad because Angela, you won't answer my emails. What you need, girl? Why you won't answer her emails? No, I don't even know. Okay, so I have an online platform called SimStyle, um, and I highlight women in the industry to influence other girls, and I would love to see you. What's it called? SimStyle.com. All right, and where are you emailing? Uh, book, book Angela at gmail.com. Okay, I'm going to tell Paris. We're going to look for it right now. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Hello, who's this? Uh, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Get it off your chest. Hey, uh, I'm just calling to say that last week, told my boss that I was pregnant, and next thing you know, I'm on the morning shift, so regardless of all my morning sickness and I'm puking, I got to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning every day. I'm sorry to hear that. That's crazy. It is crazy, but it's okay. I got to make money, so... Did you ask your boss, like, can I get a different shift just because of this morning sickness I'm dealing with? No, but I might have to. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, because the earlier I wake up, the worse it gets, so. Yeah, just um, have that conversation. It might not even be something your boss was thinking about, so maybe you need to, to do that. Be like, look, I love this job, I want to work and everything, but the mornings are really difficult at this time. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. All, All right, right, Mama. Congrats on the, uh, being pregnant. Thank you. Get it you don't know if she likes the daddy or not, though. Stop it. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Diamond. Yes. Hey, what's up, Diamond? Hey, DJ How you doing this morning? I'm doing okay if I wasn't involved with what I need to get involved with. Uh-oh. What the hell's going on, What Diamond? happened? Pregnant by somebody she don't want to be pregnant oh. by. Shut up. You're crazy out your mind. You crazy out your mind. That's a fact. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I only got one kid. He's eight years old, but that's it. I'm, I'm done. And, and, and besides that, I'm so sick of these Leos. Nobody ever told me about Leos. Uh-oh. It's my first time trying out one. And I want to just just, just, just kill that person, like, with my bare hands. Tell me what it is about Leos. What is it about Leos? First of all, they liars and they very contradictive. Oh, my God. They're the biggest hypocrites. Yes. At least the men are. What's the honest Leo? Yes, they definitely are. That's like August. No. Yes, yes, July, August. Yeah, but that that pee pee good though, ain't it? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Yes, you do. I can't speak on that. <laughs> Why can't you speak on that pee pee? Okay. Charlemagne said the pee pee. Can you use problem. the real word and stop calling it a pee pee? Yes, I can. I can't the say pee on the radio. You know, the word is penis. penis. You oh. got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, Charlemagne said that Leo's pee pee is good, so you good, That's mother. That's not what I said. Yes, I said, he did. Yes, you I did. said the pee pee is probably good. I heard good, him say right? that. Yes, yes, yes. Let's just say, let's just say. They know exactly what to do because they explore in a very, very freaky. Exactly. That don't make you not a liar. That don't make yeah. you not a hypocrite. But it make you put up with it. It do make you put up with it, though. That's exactly what I said five minutes ago, guys. And that's why I'm not going to put up with it because I'm... I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. All right, Diamond. Don't kill nobody, all right? Sounds like she already got her mind made up, so that means this is premeditated murder, and I will turn this phone call over to the FBI when you Snitch. do whatever it is you're going to do. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Rico from Long Island. Rico, what's up, bro? Rico. I'm tired of women out here using uh, like we don't got feelings, too. Damn, I think your girl just called up. Yeah. Leo just called, Are man. you a Leo? What happened? Are you a Leo? No, I'm a Scorpio. Okay. Scorpios are just as bad. All right. Well, I'm sorry if your feelings are hurt, bro. I don't. I, I agree with you, though. I don't think that nobody should be used as just an object, you know, of sexual desire. You know what I'm saying? Stop letting people objectify you. Well, sir. who hurt you? What happened? Man, I don't want to cry this morning. You're going to cry? Oh. oh, I'm sorry. You are not your c- my brother. You are more. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve more, man. Oh, my gosh. Give him a hug. Hello, who's this? This is Ty from Jersey. Ty, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. All right, what's going on, Buster Club? All right, the main thing I called for was this Jesse Smollett situation. Uh-oh. The fact that everybody's saying that, allegedly, let me say that, that he basically hired these two dudes 
to beat him up. Like, that situation is crazy. Like, why you got to go that far just to get clout? Like, you already in the industry. Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Because it's not enough for him just to be a, a star. People want to be a martyr nowadays. I mean, you know, they see the, they see the love that Colin Kaepernick gets, that Meek Mill gets. He wants to be a martyr. It's real people out here, though, dying every day in the LGBT community. Absolutely. For you to do that, for you to do that, like, it affected a lot of people, even when it happened. I know people was crying, they was upset, they was hurt, and the fact that it came out that you allegedly lied, yo, that's that's crazy to me. But we're going to get more into it this morning to discuss what, what's going on. I appreciate you. All right. All righty. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way, E? Yes, we are going to discuss Jesse Smollett this morning, of course. And we're going to talk about what happened with Meek Mill versus Michael Rappaport. How did this even go down? Yeah, that got crazy. It got very crazy. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Giraffes. The Migos? You ain't must not have seen Offset Birthday Party last year when he was in L.A. They had all kind of animals and all types of stuff. A giraffe? I want to close bonds for the Migos. Let me tell you something. QC is the biggest rap stars in the game. And I don't mean as far as, like, sales and stuff like that. I'm just talking about as far as acting like rappers. Ain't nobody got the rap the rap act down like the Migos. What you mean rap act? They rappers. Yeah, I mean, big jewelry, the big entourage. You know, that's like a majority of the rappers. Not all of them because they don't have the money the Migos got. That's the true. The QC got. That is true. All right, what are we doing? Let's get in some uh, rumors. Let's talk Jesse Smollett. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, let's unpack what's happening with Jesse Smollett. Now, of course, we all felt terrible for him at first when we heard the news that he had gotten attacked in Chicago as he was going to get a sandwich from Subway, coming back to his apartment, and allegedly uh, two men actually attacked him, beat him up, had a noose around his neck, poured bleach on him. Police have been investigating, and now it's taken a turn. They did arrest two men in connection with this crime, but then released them. And apparently now the story is that he orchestrated the whole thing and paid these two brothers to attack him. He actually has a relationship with them. One of them is his trainer. The other one was an extra on Empire as well. Two big-ass Nigerians. Yeah, they actually went to Nigeria the day of the attack and then uh, came back afterward and got arrested. They just went for dinner. All right, well. Shut up. According to reports now, and this is CBS2 in Chicago, they are saying that Jesse Smollett was upset because a racist letter that was sent to the studio didn't get a bigger reaction. They actually had posted the copy of the letter, and it's like cutouts from a magazine. It says, you will die uh, a black and then the gay slur word after that. If you're going to hire somebody to pretend to be MAGA, I don't think you hire two Nigerians. They don't really fit the description of MAGA support. It's two big two big ass extras from the Jabari tribe or the furthest from the profile of a Trump With the cameras everywhere in Chicago? Well, Ola and Abel Osandairo have said that... What? Those are their names, the brothers. Oh. They said uh, in a joint statement, we are not racist, we are not homophobic, and we are not anti-Trump. We were born and raised in Chicago and are American citizens. So... That's what they're saying the motivation was, because that's what I was trying to, to figure out. Now, on Jesse Smollett's side of things, his lawyers have been in contact with the Chicago Police Department. They released a statement as well. They said, we are not going to respond to every new anonymous accusation or rumor. Jesse Smollett's lawyers are in contact with the Chicago Police Department. Jesse will continue to cooperate with the investigation in an appropriate and respectful manner that does not include talking to media at this time. No question. If you guys remember, he did talk to Good Morning America and he said did. this. Do you believe that they could possibly be the attackers? I do. What is it about their their size or what? why do you feel that they could possibly be? I was there. For me, when that was released, I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. I don't have any doubt in my mind that that's them. I told y'all last week. Talk about was- the two black guys, the two brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told y'all last week he was talking too much. The more he said, the more he sounded like he was not telling the he truth. He actually even did a performance after this attack. Mm. And if you guys recall, this is what he said when he was on stage. And above all, I fought the back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the gay Tupac. 
Okay. Well, I, I don't have an opinion of Jesse Smollett per se, but one thing that people need to realize about this situation is that things like this happen more than people want to believe. We live in this era where certain things can be weaponized for personal gain, and this attention economy that we live in, people cash in on being the victim. Now, sources are also saying <laughs> the brothers told the police that Jesse said he wanted to make it a physical thing, but not to the point where he would be seriously injured. They said on the night that he was attacked, the brothers showed up at the scene, but they were nervous because they had rehearsed the scene, but a car drove by and they were worried that they would be ID'd from that. So in the wake of all this, Jesse Smollett's Empire screen time is getting cut down because they're trying to figure out whether or not he actually staged the so-called attack. He was supposed to have nine scenes and a big musical number in the second to last episode. They're shooting that episode now, but they said five of his scenes have been cut and his musical number has been cut altogether. Now, have we ruled out the fact that this could be a domestic dispute? What you mean? That him and his boyfriend that got into a fight? One, that could have been his Nigerian lover. Have well, we, not if you're rehearsing and paying them. Then they said. Yeah, then they said they they got the the two brothers going into a hardware store buying a rope and all that. Yeah, if you're actually premeditating this, and you guys are all could rehearsing together in know. the middle of the street. But we're still waiting to hear what happened, as everybody should do, because we don't know what's going on. Uh, the grand jury was notified that it would hear the Justice Smollett case today, actually, but now they're saying that it could be delayed for several days. They're waiting to find out what's going to happen. Do y'all so, want to prosecute it? Well, we don't know. We don't know. We're going to wait and see what happened. Ava yes, Duvernay... Yes, if he lied, he needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Absolutely. Now, Ava Duvernay posted, despite the inconsistencies, I can't blindly believe Chicago PD, the department that covered up shooting Laquan McDonald over a dozen times, that operated an off-site torture facility, that one, I'll wait. Whatever the outcome, this mm-hmm. won't stop me from believing others. It can't. No, I love you to death, Ava, but nah, not this one. You gotta let Jesse be alone on this one, all right? <laughs> he made his bed, now he gotta lie in it. But why? Okay. why? Why would he want that? For why clout, would... all right? He wants to be a martyr. He told y'all he think he's a gay Tupac. He wants to be looked at as an icon of some sort. That's going far for clout. I'll tell you something, though. For Jesse's next act, I'm telling y'all right now, he's gonna attempt to kill himself. Okay, I don't no. know if it's I don't know if it's gonna be a real I attempt or a fake nice. attempt. I would hope not either. But guess what? He's going to do that because the more the more these memes keep coming and the more these jokes keep coming, and if he has to face some type of jail time, he's gonna fake. Well, uh, we he's will gonna keep fake, you. He's gonna fake try to kill himself. We will keep you. Up, or he David. might really try to kill himself. Either way, it's gonna be a suicide oh, attempt it. somewhere, and then that's when everybody gonna fall back and be like, "Oh my God, he's unstable." Leave him alone. Well, we definitely don't want him to try to kill himself. So well, I, mean, I would definitely don't want him to fake uh, getting beat up by yeah, Nigerians either. Okay, so we don't know what now, happened. Now, so now Nigerians are pre- the terror in We're America. presenting you know both I'm sides. I'm in so the gym. you know what's going on. Every time I turn to Fox News, I got to see two big-ass Nigerians on TV. Nigerians are now the face of domestic terrorism in America. Or maybe he needs some mental Smollett. help. He maybe he needs some mental help. We got to check on his mental. Why All right. Well, out stuff, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your <laughs> rumor report. I don't know. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right, when we come back, Front Page News, what are we talking about? Let's talk about Gucci and what their new initiatives are to combat everything that's been happening that has to do with cultural diversity. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's that Z. It's that Z. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. What's we are happening? The Breakfast Club. It's ha- a Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Monday. Happy Tuesday, Monday. Now, let's get in some Front Page News. A lot of breaking news just happened. All right, just let's, now. Tell, let's talk about it. First of all, rest in peace to legendary fashion designer mm-hmm. Carl Lagerfeld. He was the creative director for Chanel and for Fendi. He just passed away. He was 85 years old. If he you had don't been know ill who he for is. quite some time. He's always with all the celebrities mm-hmm. on the red carpets, always styling everybody. He had that, that campaign with Chanel where his picture was all over the... Uh, the uh, sweatsuits and the sneakers and the shoes and also on Fendi. He was probably yeah, with Fendi, he one of the illest designers, dope designer. Yeah, so... If, um, I did, if his face wasn't in Target, I never saw him. Uh, so nah, I wasn't Rest in Target. to him. He actually joined Fendi back in 1967 and then became artistic director of Chanel back in 1983. So, very long, uh, lucrative career in the fashion now, business. Now, what if Chanel puts out a blackface uh, shirt right now? Wait, well, what can we he, just say rest in peace to Carl Lagerfeld? What Lager if Chanel puts please? out a blackface shirt right now? Well, what's that got to do with the guy I don't down understand what that has to do with anything. If, if he did, would y'all feel bad about your shout How could he put out anything? He's not even alive. Exactly. He died right on time. So, I died right in time, right before they put the Anyway, rest shirt. in peace, because I know a lot of man. people worked with him. All right, now Bernie Sanders has also announced that he is going to be running for president as well. He announced this today, <laughs> just now. He's running for president again in 2020. It'll be his second consecutive time running for the Democratic nomination after he lost to Hillary Clinton uh, last election cycle. So he I just made that, that announcement with the Vermont Public Radio this morning. He called my phone a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Did he? What did he say? 
Um, he just had some questions. That's all. What questions did he have? What, he what questions did he ask you? Yeah, what he need your blessing? Um, Charlamagne, should I run? <laughs> what do you think I should do? Some questions. I let him. I let him talk about it when he comes up here. I'm sure he'll be up here. So now you got to choose between Kamala and Bernie Sanders. I don't Sanders. have to choose between nothing. I'm not no, the person I choose better have a black agenda. That's my whole. I'm mm-hmm. I'm voting my interest in 2020, and the person that I'm voting for better have a real live black agenda and better be out here not afraid to speak about issues that are directly affecting African Americans. I don't want to hear all that all American conversation okay. and all that. So Cory Booker's out. Lifts all boats. I want to hear real live. So for you, it's between Kamala agenda for black people. Now and Gucci Bernie. has announced their plans to make sure they have some cultural cultural diversity within their brand moving forward. Um, he They met with Dapper Dan, the CEO, met with Dapper Dan, and uh, Dapper Dan said the meeting is over. It's now time for Gucci to announce how they plan to make amends for what they did. We had some of the best minds from the corporate world participating and experts in inclusivity and accountability. 90% people of color, they made great demands. It's time for Gucci to answer. And they did talk about their initiatives that they are going to have moving forward. Uh, Marco Bizzari, who's the president and CEO of Gucci, said we accept full accountability for this incident. And part of their plan is talent hiring, global and regional directors for diversity and inclusion. And so they're going to make sure their recruitment practices, development and all of that education programs also align with uh, these initiatives. Also, a multicultural design scholarship program. So they're going to cultivate new talent. Multicultural uh, design scholarship program will immediately hire five new designers from around the world to fill new positions as well. Uh, well, who else was in that meeting? Was Tamika Mallory in that meeting or T.I. Nope. in that meeting? Oh, nope. I don't know. I don't know who was in it, but I know. Nope. That's why they all rejected it, by the way. Okay, and our global exchange program. So we'll see what happens uh, as they do this moving forward and be more inclusive. Tamika Mallory actually said uh, this does not repair the assault against black people as a whole. There is still unfinished business that must be addressed. She said the internal commitments are important, but the commitments serve Gucci and address the lack of inclusion within the fashion industry. Yeah, he should have had Tamika Mallory there, T.I. there, somebody that was in charge. I don't know who was there. Mm. But uh, Dapper Dan, clearly he was there, and he said it was 90% people of color that was there. So I don't know who was actually in this meeting. Once again, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't give a damn. We know. I don't, I don't We're wear, aware. I don't, I don't wear Gucci at all. Never have, never will. That's not my thing. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, I mean, you, no, Ms. front page. Was that front page? That was front page news. That was, it felt like a lot of things just happened so quickly just now. With Bernie Sanders announcing that he's running, uh, rest in peace again to Karl Lagerfeld. All right. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051. Let's talk to Kashi69. Now, after everything that came out, if you were in that situation, would you snitch? What situation? The situation that Kashi69's in. Now, so explain. Allegedly, they that you know he's uh, he's allegedly he's telling on everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not no allegedly. Well, he is telling on everybody. <laughs> ain't no allegedly about that one, my brother. But they're saying that they you know his his crew allegedly stole millions from him. They're saying that his crew allegedly knocked off his baby mother. They're saying that his crew allegedly kidnapped him and robbed him. Allegedly, they plotted his death. So I saw the, It's Biscuit posted, let's keep it real. Would you tell the truth to avoid 47 years in prison or would you protect the people that tried to take your life, robbed you, f your girl just so you don't get called a snitch? All right, so what would you do? 800-585-1051. Would you hold it down and possibly do 47 years in prison? Or would you tell? Would you point? Would you tell? Would you point? All right, call us up right now. Let's have that conversation. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shook, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Takashi Six Nine. Now he's facing forty-seven years to life in prison, and he's snitching right now. And people are saying, "Oh, at first it's foul that he snitched." And then some details came out. Allegedly, they stole millions from him, his crew. Uh, allegedly, they are uh, uh, slept with his baby mother. Allegedly, they kidnapped him and robbed him. Allegedly plotted his death. So now hearing all that, if you were Takashi Six Nine, would you snitch? Let's start off with you, Ye. I mean, first of all, I wouldn't be in that situation because I wouldn't be running around like that. That's doing not the question. The things Yee. that he did, but yes, I would. <laughs> I mean, snitch. that's my point. I'm not a criminal, so I don't do things. I don't try to plot on getting people uh, killed or shot or anything like that. So I wouldn't be right. there. But if I was, I'm not no street person. Neither so I'm gonna keep it real. But he I'm figured a, it out. Yeah. But see, but this is the whole thing. Like, you know, I hate you. You hate me. I'm supposed to hold it down for you and Never. do 47 years. And all these things that you allegedly did, you stole from me, you knocked off my baby mom, you kidnapped me, and all that. And I'm supposed to still hold you down and, and take the street code to the death. 
No way. Yeah, it's not oh, happening. Well, first of all, there's no honor amongst thieves. All right? So you knew who these people were before you decided to ride with them, Takashi. And I don't expect Takashi to stick to the code because he wasn't built from the code. And it's been real live street guys who have snitched. So why wouldn't Takashi 6 9 They and, shouldn't and, have expected him to stick to that code either. Exactly. They should have anticipated this. And, and, and I, you know, I don't know because... One thing I think Takashi isn't taking into consideration is the impact this is going to have on people around him. When you snitch, he's sending a lot of people to prison. And what we fail to realize about those people he's sending to prison is they also have people too. So now you put your whole family in danger, Takashi 6 9 because you want to play. And this is what happens when you play. And we've been telling you for the right. past year and some change that you was going to either end up here or dead. And it's a good chance you still may end up dead right. because of what you're doing currently right now. But obviously, it, it seems like he doesn't care about his baby mother. So the only thing it seems like he care about is his mom. So I, I think you got I a heard mom, they, you they got moved a child. out already. And I, I, I guess he's like, look, as long as my mom's good, I don't know. He can't hide. Like there's no witness protection with a big six nine on your forehead. Yeah. By the way, you may I thought you could get that tattoo removed. By the way, he may not make it out of prison. That's the other thing. That's it's a reason that they have him away from all the other inmates and stuff right now because they know that he's an informant. They don't like rats in prison the same way they don't like. But I will say, if you worked with Takashi and you knew like he's not really this street dude, they should have never included him in a lot of those activities. They should have just let him be an artist because I feel like they should have known when it came down to anything. He was allegedly funding it. This is just as sad as the Tupac man, because Tupac Tupac ran with the Bloods for two years. Two years. Ran with the Bloods for two years. Ended up getting into a fight in the lobby with some Crips. And now look. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, man. Y'all, like, yo, just be yourself at the end of the day. Blast. Hey, what's up? See the God? Well, good morning, sir. How are you? <laughs> now, what would you do, Blast? Hey, good morning. Hey, hey good morning. What's up, DJ Envy? What's up, bro? Yeah, if you What would you do? Would you snitch? Nah, man, I wouldn't snitch. So you would you would be cool with, with with doing forty-seven years in prison? He said he not snitching. Nah, I wouldn't man, like I would still take this. Try, you feel me? You go you on you on phone saying stuff. So you're gonna go. You're going to jail. He's so, definitely going to jail. So you would do the forty-seven years because you're keeping it real. <laughs> well, actually, forty-seven years is the minimum. Sir. Yeah, that's the minimum. Forty-seven <laughs> years <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying? They wanted me to snitch. I got shot up. They wanted me to snitch. They wanted me to go to the court straight from the, from the hospital. Hell no, we won't tell. What happened to the yeah, preacher? That, what happened yeah, to the person yeah. that shot you? Them, they, they got snitched. They, like, the people told on them, like, the people I know, bro, I wouldn't hit them. Oh, the people that was with you, you on them? How the nigga that sent me up, my family. So they snitched on him. I ain't, I ain't say nothing. You feel me? I went out of town. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to sit there and act like I understand what you're saying this morning. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I, really, I don't even understand. All I keep hearing is I feel me. You feel me every two sentences. Junior. Yo. Yo, Junior, would you snitch? Nah, I ain't snitching. I just based off how I was raised and everything. Like, where I'm from, when you snitch, you get stitches. So oh, if you run over the gang and everything go the wrong way, you feel me? You, you got to take that fall. You can't. You can't do that about so, it. Junior, you going to sit for 47 years? Yeah. yeah I'm going to sit for 47 years. Or more. Years. Maybe life. 47 is the minimum, buddy. Yeah, I know 47 is the minimum. It's tough, but you feel me? That's what you did to yourself. You can't be out here screaming, gang, gang, you gangster. That's why when 50 got on that... On that get the trap, he said, I am not gang gang. You didn't know that till 50 gang, did that. Gang. You didn't know that till 50 did that interview with DJ that. Drama. 50, 50 always <laughs> been that type of dude, man. 50 always been that type of dude, man. All right, Even man. though he a troll, too. Nah, I ain't mad at y'all. I'm not mad at y'all for not snitching, but I don't. I don't believe any of y'all. People say that till they get in that situation. 800-585-1051. we If you was in his situation, would you snitch? Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking it. if you were in Takashi's <laughs> shoes, you. would you snitch? As I'm telling you, don't ask me to commit no crime with you. Don't have me involved in nothing because I have nothing to do with nothing. Well, here's the thing, and too, I'm a good citizen. Takashi is doing exactly <laughs> what we know he would do in this situation. But if I was in Takashi's situation, I don't know if I would be so quick to snitch only because he's putting a lot of people in prison. And those people that he's putting in prison, they have people. And Takashi has people on the outside that he wants to protect, like his mom, like his daughter. Like, he's putting them in grave well, danger. They're when, coming for his mom and daughter anyway. When they they already were regardless. Witness protection. I mean, he's looking. He, well, how old is Takashi? Witness protection protects Takashi, not his mom and not his daughter. But he, he got to move more to, like... 
He don't have that kind of money. He's spending money on lawyers. All I know is, weren't they already targeting his mom and his family? That's yes. what I'm saying. So, and he had to already pay for security for them. So regardless, they're still going to do that. He could be in there whether until he's 75. Okay. Yes. That's hey. I I'd, I'd rather my daughter grow up. You know what I'm saying, and li- and live a great life than have her potentially be the victim of of, of uh, gangbangers because I was out here telling and snitching. But she still might. I'm not. just saying it's they... not it's not it's not as easy a decision for him to snitch as people think it is. I wouldn't have you know I would have to think about my family on the outside. Rodriguez. Hello. Good morning, Mama. Good morning. I listen to y'all every day. I love y'all. Well, thank thank you. you. Now, what what would you do if you were Sakashi Six Nine, Mama? Um, he should go to jail. He chose that lifestyle. He put himself completely in that situation. Like, he had a chance to do something amazing, but because he wanted to pretend like he was down in the streets, you know, he allowed all that to happen when he brought all those people in his area, you know? Okay. All right. So you say you wouldn't snitch? No. No, I you wouldn't. He, okay. go to jail. he has nobody to blame but himself. Okay. You know, if you live by the gun, you die by the gun. That's a okay. fact. Ron. Yes, sir. You snitching, Ron? Nah, he can't snitch because he got to save his career. For one, he, he morally, morally he should, but... His career in jail? His career. his career. He won't come out till he's 75 is <laughs> a possibility. If he ever comes out. But what I'm saying is that the same reason why he is who he is is because of them people. The same reason he can brag and go to Chicago and do all this stuff he did is because of the same guys that he's snitching on. He didn't have no credibility. They were his credibility. Mm-hmm. So wh- why would he have a career if he's snitching on the people that gave him credibility? That's you why know he said he was saying in jail. If he, if he snitched on him, if he snitched on him, he's done. He's uh-huh. done. If he, if he, I mean, if he, he can't make any more music, especially street music. And see, I don't see. I disagree. This, this, well, this society well, he, well, right now done. is is so crazy right now. He'll make another record and say that you know, yeah, I snitched because they said this, and then people will love him again. It just seems like that. So, that's how it is. The now. girls, the females, because the men definitely uh, half of the men don't rock with him now. The, the kids, the kids rock with him, but the half of the men who do the no snitching and the non snitching, half of them don't rock with him. Yeah, now. but I think he has a lot of suburbia fans that don't really live by the cold, so I don't think they necessarily care. I mean, I got three sons, so I'm definitely in an argument about six nine every day. You know, <laughs> I got three teenage sons, so I go through it every day about this guy. Mm-hmm. So right, and they didn't come from yeah. the same place that you came from, and they don't care. They just like his music and love the fact that he trolls. And yeah, they don't even understand. What's you, going yeah, you're on. not going to win that argument. So with they them. don't care. They don't care about <laughs> the street code. They pull, man, they pull up all type of facts, all type of stuff offline. See, all type of, yeah. and the more you try to argue with them, the harder they going to go for him. They still going <laughs> to listen to Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> That's how I used to sound when I was a kid, arguing about... All you got to do is be like, you know what? I like Takashi, too, and then they probably won't like him no more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Man, thank y'all, man. Y'all have a great day. You, too. What's the, what's the moral of the story, if there's a moral? Um, I don't think there is a moral of the story. The moral of the story is you turn out to be what you pretend to be. And guess what? Gangsters, right? Most gangsters end up in the position that Takashi 6ix9ine is in right now. Either jail or dead. And a guy like Takashi 6ix9ine who was never about that code is not going to follow the code. And he's going to end up snitching just like he's doing right now. My goodness. All right. Well, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Well, yeah. Let's talk about 50 Cent and some alleged threats to him. You won't believe where those threats came from. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, nice Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Never forget Tuesday. That it's Tuesday. Now, we were just talking about Takashi 6ix9ine, and somebody just reminded me on social media that Charlamagne made a promise. I didn't make if no Takashi 6ix9ine beats this case, I'll suck his dick. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> First of all, y'all take things way too literal nowadays. Okay? You said it out your mouth. Takashi Six Nine used to run around telling everybody to suck his D, right? Mm-hmm. I am so uh, sure that he's not going to beat his case, which he's not beating it. Snitching is not beating his case. I'm so sure that he's not going to beat his case. I said yes, I would SMD. Okay. Why are y'all taking that literally? Seriously. So Why you, wouldn't we believe you? So are you uh, not following up on your uh, promise? Okay. Mm. Come on. We're all smarter than that, right? So you're reneging. Knock it off. As if that was something I would ever honor anyway. You might. Like, come on. <laughs> you said it. You're an honorable guy. You are this, an honorable this, guy. This is, this is a very... People ask me about Charlamagne, I'd be like, you're honorable. I'm glad people really uh, believe in my word that much. Yeah, they do. <laughs> right? Okay? I'm glad you believe we in my word We live in a very literal much. world. No, we don't. That's the problem. <laughs> we live in a world where everybody takes everything literally. So we, we do shouldn't. not live in a literal world. But let me just hear it again. <laughs> let me just hear him say it one more time. If Takashi 6ix9ine beats this case, I'll suck his dick. Okay. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, we got more rumors I'm on the way. I didn't you say it. to hear me say that. <laughs> I'm just curious. What would y'all thought if I said that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have took you literally. Okay, good. <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, coming up, we're going to talk about R. Kelly and uh, some possible new developments that may mean that there's a case against him. Okay. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk fitty. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, look at this. They really have it in for 50 Cent. Now the NYPD is investigating allegations that a precinct commander threatened 50 Cent. What they are saying is during a roll call in the station house, uh, the deputy inspector Emmanuel Gonzalez allegedly told officers to shoot 50 Cent on sight. Yikes. Now, 50 That's Cent responded crazy. to that story on social media. He said, this is how I wake up this morning. This guy, Emmanuel Gonzalez, is a dirty cop abusing his power. The sad part is this man still has a badge and a gun. I take this threat very seriously, and I'm consulting with my legal counsel regarding my options moving forward. So that's a crazy thing to say. Now, he tried to pass it off like it was a joke, you know, that he told them you can't to shoot joke like that. No, you on can't sight, joke like but that. Come on. That's not like saying, uh, you know, you'll suck Takashi's pee-pee if he beats his case. That's that's something you, you can't have to, pass that off as a joke. Yes, that's something you have to take literally. Yeah, I spoke yeah, to Fifty over to. the weekend. I told him that he he probably has anxiety. He probably can't sleep at night. He's having flashbacks. He can't work. It, it's it's a tough time for him right now, and I think it opens up the doors for a lawsuit. And by the way, black men already all have we all have those feelings when it comes to police anyway. So to actually hear those words come out of a police officer's mouth, if he can prove that the police officer actually said that, fifty needs to get at least a hundred million. Well, the guy already said it was. He said it was a joke. Yeah, he tried to say. Oh, it was yeah, a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was a joke. Yeah, you can't joke it. like that. hundred uh, million. And fifty, and fifty been shot before. Oh my gosh. A hundred million. Oh, I gotta go. To, oh, he has to go to therapy. A hundred million for fifty. Yeah. All right, now, is there a chance that R. Kelly could end up back behind, uh, well, he never ended up going to jail, but is there a chance that R. Kelly could end up behind bars? Now, according to reports, a grand jury has convened to hear evidence, evidence against him. They're saying there's a new sex tape that shows him having sex with a 14-year-old girl and some of his alleged former victims, uh, they're saying, is the part of the reason why the jury was actually formed so quickly. Now, his attorney has said that he's unaware of any special grand jury being convened to look, to, look into R. Kelly. He said there's no re- record of any such proceedings and no need for them. The report is false. Where did they get so, this sex tape from? Allegedly, there's the existence of a third tape that allegedly shows further acts of sexual abuse of an underage girl by R. Kelly. They said, we are presently working to recover and turn over to law enforcement. Oh, so law enforcement don't have it yet? Yeah, apparently not. But uh, one person who says they did see it was Michael Avenetti. And Michael Avenetti is an attorney, and he says that the reason why R. Kelly was acquitted back in 2008 was because of threats and payoffs. So now Avenetti is saying that he saw the tape. He says that tape clearly shows R. Kelly having explicit sex with the girl. CNN also saw the tape. Uh, and says that there are some very lurid details, which includes him allegedly urinating on the minor as well. So what are they waiting on? I mean, I guess they're trying to convene and right now get the grand jury together and indict him and all of that. So Mm. I'm sure that this is something that if they do have this tape and people are saying they have seen it, then they'll be moving forward. But what's the that. difference? They still need a girl to say that it was her, right? And he can, he's probably going to say use the same defense that wasn't him and his brother, right? Not necessarily. Yeah, I don't know that it, you necessarily, because the last time the girl said it wasn't her, and then her family member said it wasn't her as well. Yeah, and, and if he was a prosecutor. But, you if, know, if, if like you this... Had a, if you have a tape and the girl is on there and, and they're saying she's 14 on the tape, that's all evidence you need. But you remember, they had her friend saying that was her on the tape, but and she he still was prosecuted. Yeah, she actually testified and said it wasn't her. Hmm. You know, and, the, and you know, Michael Avenetti, who is a, an attorney, also says that he does believe that there was all kinds of threats and payoffs that happened in the previous case. So it seems like it was a very messy situation. And it's a different uh, playing field right now for R. Kelly, I think, with the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries that came out. Yeah, and it don't matter who the girl is now because if the girl is on the tape saying she's 14 over and over, that's all the evidence they will need. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, now, Black Boy JB is a wanted man in Tennessee. According to police, he's facing multiple criminal charges. You know Black Boy JB, the dance, the yeah, live, mm-hmm. and all of that. Okay. Shoot. Shoot. Well, what they are saying is that he's wanted for possession of drugs and drug paraphernalia, being a convicted felon in possession of a handgun, and for theft of property. So we don't know exactly what 
happens, but that's what he's wanted for right now. All right, Tory Lanez has apologized for some of his recent antics, and he said he hasn't been in the best state of mind. He said, just want to let my fans know I genuinely love and value you all. I know I've been on some stupid, wild-ish lately. I haven't been in the best state of mind and vibe for the last few months, but I've been doing a lot of praying, and things have gotten great again. All positivity from this point and great music and content. Last but not least, just remember, it's always two sides to every story, and sometimes it's less fortunate for me to explain mine. Love you all. Let's keep winning together. Why is he apologizing for being competitive? Because he's being competitive because he's calling out rappers and saying I think rolling up on Dax on camera after he invited competition to come to him and Dax even said it wasn't personal it was about the competition and putting on camera and making him apologize maybe he felt like that was a lot okay I can see that you know sure. something like that by the way I just got a Valentine's package from Tory Lanez a little late from the label with some great promo items and a special recorded message from Tory Lanez saying happy Valentine's Day so nice thank you for that truth to the matter is Tory Lanez got a new headline and he just was feeling himself and that's fine you know what I'm saying? I don't have any problem. When are you about to get yours? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking about doing it this summer. If y'all come back here with some hairlines, I saw you had some options for what your hair could potentially look like. Yeah. I know ain't no woman going to judge me, right? No. Not exactly. It's most fake stuff y'all get. Y'all could, uh, you could just get a lace front. I've seen a lot of videos of men getting lace fronts. They look All really right, good. Lace front. I, I learned from women. They look stupid on y'all, so I know it look stupid on me. Mm. I bet you you wouldn't even know sometimes if a woman has a lace front. I have not seen a hidden lace front in a long time. You asked me if I ever had a lace front, and I said, yeah. And you guys were very surprised. (laughs) He said, I'm being sarcastic. (laughs) Shut up, man. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. This guy's snorting over there. A good lace front, you can't tell. That is not true. Y'all want to have an argument about lace fronts this morning? Y'all just got to cut that lace properly. That's that's what I'm talking about. But I'm saying you can't tell. When you have a good lace front, it's not. But question, before we get to Donkey, Looking like you're ready to to rob a liquor store at any moment. You just pull the lace over your face. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) I I don't know, right? But but just, just, you know, doesn't it have to be tied into something? What? The lace front. Does it have to be know. sewed in or something? Yes, you can sew it in. What, what is he going to sew it into? What about your sewing? We're not going to sit here and he act like you don't it. got a new hairline. I got Look, man, this hair, baby. Envy, Envy went away for two weeks, came back, talked about it was his diet that uh-huh. got his hairline back. It looked you like it's fading again, no, though. You you hate it. diet. You hate it? You hate it. What diet got your hairline back? The detox now. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Don't worry about you. He got that hairline, though. He got that new hairline. Everybody always had a little hairline. I always had a hairline. Yes, I did. I used to have, I used to have, well, name, anyway. You used to have what? I used to have, like, curtains. That's where you let the... the, the curtains? It's hard to... What's curtains? Uh, I'm not explaining I don't know, to you. curtains sound worse than the lace Wait front. a second. <laughs> what curtains? You had, you like, gotta, extra skin? No. no what? You, you let your hair... skin on your head? Forget it, man. You had four skin on your head? You let your hair grow longer, so it assumes it, it looks like you have a line until you let your line grow back in. But you, never mind. What? You just use Beijing. No! Ask your barber, man. You go to the same barber shop I go to. Ask them about curtains. for my guy, Ty. Johnny I don't know why y'all both people need to go to the barbershop. Never said nothing to me about no curtain. I, Cause you can't even got no hair. Well, who you giving your donkey to, man? Car ain't got no roof. <laughs> um, we need to talk about you pushy plant-based people for after the hour. Vegans. Okay? And how you pushy plant-based vegans almost can kill people with your little pushy ways. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. What is like loving? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Kaepernick. Now, what happened with Kaepernick over the weekend, Yee? Yes, he settled with the NFL. They have settled their collusion case, so that means that there's no longer any type of suit against the NFL, and it is all for an undisclosed amount of money. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. There's also rumored that Kaepernick could be playing in the league next year, maybe with the Patriots, maybe with the Panthers. Do you consider him a sellout if he plays in the league? That's the question. Yee, what do you think? I mean, I kind of felt like I never thought this whole time that he didn't want to play in the league, right? Wasn't the point that he was trying to get picked up by the league? And I I mean, mean, it's hard for me to say. I don't, you know, I'm not like the biggest NFL fan anyway, so it wasn't like it was hard for me to be like, oh my God, what's going on? But I do feel like a lot of things were brought to light. Fortunately, there's been some monies donated, and I think the work has to be done with uh, NFL owners and people that work within the NFL system, just making sure that they're aware of what a lot of these players have to go through personally, a lot of their fans, you know, just things like that, because it's about police brutality. So let's bring some attention to that. But, you know, all along, I thought he wanted to play. I've I've always been confused with this, and I I think, I think I've, I've been confused because we haven't heard Kaepernick really speak on it and what right. he wanted and what, what his end goal was. That's why I was always confused with, are we boycotting the league? Because he still wants to play in the league. So I was always confused. 
Uh, Charlemagne? Uh, what do I think about this situation? I mean, it was a wrongful termination lawsuit. You know, he was wrongfully terminated. He bought a case against his company that wrongfully terminated him, and they had to pay him. Now, one of the reasons they said they weren't signing him was because he had a lawsuit against the company, which is the NFL. Now that the lawsuit is gone, let's see if they sign him or they retaliate against him because he won the lawsuit. If they do that, then guess what? They'll be back in court, but it won't be just the regular CBA court. What's the thing? What's the NFL called? CBA? The player? Whatever. It won't be that kind of court. It'll be actual federal court. But, I mean, I'm with you. I never understood what y'all was boycotting to begin with. I thought we were boycotting the NFL because Cap took a knee for people experiencing injustice, well, black people experiencing injustice at the hands of the police. The NFL was against that, so we were against the NFL. But somewhere along the line, it turned into we are protesting until Cap gets the job. But he so still does that mean the protests play. are all over now because he settled? I have no idea because I don't think that most of y'all knew what y'all was boycotting to begin with. Because, like I said, it turned into we're boycotting because Cap don't have a job. I didn't think that was the initial reason we were boycotting to begin with. I thought you were boycotting the NFL because Cap took a knee, because black people were experiencing justice at the hands of the police. The NFL was against that, so we were against the NFL. But then it turned into, you know, I'm with Cap because Cap is not playing. But at the end of the day, you got to look at this suit for what it was. It was a wrongful termination lawsuit. Period. And it's the thing, if he does play in the league, does he still kneel? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I'm just asking. If he doesn't nail it, that means that they agreed, yeah, uh, they quite, agreed on something in some type of settlement the way he doesn't nail. But knowing Cap, he's going to still nail. Eric Reed still nail. So I don't see why Cap wouldn't still nail. We got Marcus on the line. Marcus, good morning. Good morning. Hey, do you think Kaepernick's a sellout? Listen, anybody calling Cap a sellout is an idiot. He sat out for two years on principle, not knowing where this thing was going to go. And was prepared to do that. Well, no, 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 no. Now he didn't sit out. He wanted to play. He sat out because nobody would sign him. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. He was prepared to do that, knowing that that could be the consequences. Them colluding against him, and the NFL would tie you up in court forever if they need to. So them not doing that and settling to me is an admission of guilt. I'm not sure what people want from them. Well, you know, it wasn't federal court either, though. Let's keep that in mind. This wasn't a federal court case. This was a this was a case that was presented. Through the CBA, this was done in CBA, not a federal court. Well, the collusion case, though, that was that was getting ready to go to court. That's why they had to settle it out. No, the collu- like- no, the collusion case was all CBA, my brother. It wasn't a federal case. I thought it was a federal case too, but it wasn't. It was all CBA. So this was all this was all internal. This hadn't even reached the court yet. Yes, sir. And that's why that's why all the documents are sealed. Even if even if the NFL would have said, hey. We lost in arbitration. You still wouldn't have saw the results of the case. It would have still been sealed because it's all in the CBA. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Florence. Yes. Good morning. We're talking Colin Kaepernick this morning. Do you think he's a sellout? I definitely don't think he's a sellout. I feel like he exposed what needed to be exposed, and that's how he was able to win the settlement. And I can tell that that man just really wants to play football, so that's what he needs to do. I would more enjoy seeing him in the game and playing again to him just collecting his money and going off out his business. Now, I will say I love Colin. That's my Thank homie, you. but that would look a little strange to me. I do want him to play, but, I mean, if we've been if we've exposed the NFL as a racist organization, why would you want to be a part of that racist organization? That is true, too. I mean, I, I'm confused. Like I said, I, I've never heard him actually talk about what he wanted to do or what he wanted in the end game. So I'm kind of confused. And also, they're talking about the teams that might sign him. If he goes to the Patriots, is he going to play? Um, Maybe. Tom Brady's 42 years old. They might use him. They might limit his snaps, mm. you, know, you know, going into next year. Well, listen, once again, this was just a wrongful termination collusion case. Like, they wrongfully terminated Colin Kaepernick. He had to sit out for two years because he was wrongfully terminated. So I think he should get every bit of his money. Right. I don't have a problem with it. 800-585-1051. We're talking Colin Kaepernick. Do you think he's a sellout? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Colin Kaepernick. Now, what happened over the weekend with Colin Yee? He settled with the NFL, their collusion case, so he's no longer got a suit against the NFL. He's gotten a payout. We don't know what that's been. And he also might be signing to an NFL team soon. Right. So people are saying, some people think that is is he a sellout? That's what we're asking this morning. And we got D on the line. D, good morning. Hey. What's up, man? <laughs> We're talking Colin Kaepernick this morning. You think he's a sellout, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. He always been. I always felt like he was, man. Right? Always about the money with him. He just been using the NFL 
as days like he said his beef should have been with the police before anything. So when he started making it about the NFL, that's when I knew about the money with him, man. Well, D, look here now, look here now. They, like, they, call it, they, call it, they call it NFL racist, man. You know how much black people getting millions and millions of dollars for the NFL? That don't mean the NFL are not racist. Yeah, and I think it did expose a lot of what the owners thought about their players, which is something that they all have to come to grips with and rethink and figure out how to move I, forward. I feel like them players, man, they young, they millionaires, and they can knock the NFL. They're not all millionaires. They g- well, they know all he's talking Gucci. Like, making hundreds and thousands of dollars, and he cannot compare that to slavery. Like, that's y'all that's a fact. Y'all sign a contract, y'all getting millions of dollars, and y'all spoil, man. Yeah, that's a fact. It's definitely not slavery. But I also feel like if you have something close to your heart that you want to take a political stand against and just take a knee peacefully to protest something, you should be able to do that. Right. But also, also too, when you do do that protest and then your place of employment conspires against you and wrongfully terminates you, you have every right to go out there and do a wrongful termination Now, case. you know, here's something I didn't even realize until this whole situation came up. I didn't realize the reason he couldn't get picked up by a team was because he had this open lawsuit. Against yeah, the NFL. I, just said that, yeah. I know that's saying I didn't realize yeah. that previously. So that's what I was I didn't even so think about that. Yeah, so that's why I said, you know, uh now that the lawsuit is gone, he can play. If a team doesn't pick him up, then it can be a whole nother collusion case that won't even be in the CBA. It could actually be in federal court. Right. right. Roslyn. Yes. Do you think he's a sellout? Nah, I definitely don't. I feel like we saw what we needed to see. Mm-hmm. We, you know, he he showed a lot of racist, you know, their true colors, but he wants to play. That's where his heart is at. And I would really like to see that more than him just getting a settlement and not ever playing again. I know his heart's in it. I want to see him play. You got to think, he's been doing this probably since the age of five and six. You know, this is all he's done for his, you know, his, his whole entire life. So if he wants to play, I want to see him play and I want to see him do well. I think the same thing. And I feel like that'll, if anything, that'll make me happier to see him play again than him getting a settlement. I really feel like he won at the end of the day. Right, and but imagine he get a settlement and play against. I don't know that'd be great. Yes. Hopefully that happens. <laughs> and the fact that there's a bunch of football teams out there that have horrible quarterbacks that I believe he could be playing for, you know that 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 makes me feel a way too. So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is get your money, black man. All right, it was a wrongful termination case. He was wrongfully terminated. He bought a case against the NFL, and they had to pay him. End of story. All right, that's it. Get your money, black man. All right, let's go to one more caller, Javon. Yeah, what's up, man? Do you think Kaepernick uh, uh, is a sellout? Yeah, man, because I thought this was all about social injustice, about black people getting killed innocently, and that hasn't stopped. So what's the, what do you, I don't understand that like we, we're, we're dealing with two different issues here. Like nobody said Colin Kaepernick is not still out here fighting for the injustices that happen to black and brown people. He shows that he is by his Know Your Rights camp and other things that he does. But he also got wrongfully terminated from his place of employment. So why can't he go out there and get his money and make this company pay him for wrongfully terminating them? I mean, now yeah, he has but. now he has more money to actually fight the injustices through his Know Your Rights camp, which he's been doing. Oh yeah, that makes that makes sense. I usually do. <laughs> yeah, right, do Thank you, sir. Have a blessed day. All right, yeah. thank you, man. All right, now yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we still haven't gotten to this Meek Mill versus Michael Rappaport, so let's do that first and foremost. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Tiffany Haddish. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, could it be that Tiffany Haddish has an album that she's working on to come out? Would you be excited to hear Tiffany Haddish? Singing or rapping? Um, I don't know, but here's what you had to say for Glamour. You know I'm working on an album now. It might be really great. It might not. But who cares, right? Well, I'm already living for that. Cardi B moved over. Oh, well, you know, I'm trying to get her on a couple of tracks. We're going to get oh. on. Oh, a comedy album. She's been working on that album, though. What yeah, kind of she album? she said it'll probably be the She music. Ready album or the She Ready Experience or the We Ready album. She's doing music. You heard it? You heard some of the joint? I heard a joint. How was it? It's cool. I heard a joint. Okay. She's been working on that, though, for a while. All right, well. I think I'll... Little Duval has inspired a lot of comedians to uh, make music. Mm. 
Amanda Seals got a record. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Jamie Foxx has had a lot of music out. Yeah, but Jamie it. had real music though. Like Jamie, <laughs> you Fox, don't think Little Duval's music is real? Eddie Murphy, well, yeah. Eddie Duval, Murphy du- had yeah. Party All the Time and Boogie Party in Your Butt. Boogie in My Butt. You know, I love that one. It's called uh, In Your Butt, not In, in My butt. butt. No, it's just some couple couple bars in there. He's, everything is in his butt. Book <laughs> Magazine. In, oh, In Your Butt. In Your Butt. It exactly. Time, it's called Boogie in Your Butt. But it is one line where he says, I have the vinyl. He put a little something in his butt. He said his butt. I think it was a little boy, actually. <laughs> it was. Who want to bet? You want, you want, you want to bet? I'm not even a gambling man, but I bet you on that one. Nope. You're always making these bets, but I don't know if you'll ever really pay up on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to really bet with you. Yeah. Remember, the, remember the last bet he made? What's the last bet he made? It's the last bet he made. If Takashi 69 beats this case, I'll suck his dick. That wasn't a bet. <laughs> Like that was a promise. That was, that was not a bad well, It goes promise. right along with what okay. you've been talking about just now. All right. <laughs> okay, guys. Now, Cardi B and Blueface have their Tatiana remix. And if y'all want to hear a snippet of how Cardi B sounds, sounds nice. Bruce, bitch, rule life. Everybody gang bang. No, they ain't real right. Yeah, it's right since I came in the game. Been a real one. Real one. And ain't this shit changed, bitch. I'm still one. Uh, all facts, no cap, no cap. Daddy, how you like that? Like that. Uh. Ain't got no time for no subliminals After a while, bitch, being petty just means you're miserable Fact. Yeah, straight lane, straight lane. My bitch up the bus down, yours playing James I make them go insane I fucking with my red flag on them When I come up, I say gang on the gang Bust down, Tatiana Bust down, Tatiana so Blueface has posted the official remix, Tatiana, Cardi and YG versus are on that Can you be a crip and have a blood on your record? Yeah, yeah. all the time people do it Okay Mm-hmm. Just make it. Just trying to figure out what the Nipsey, new rules are. YG do records with oh, yeah, the whole right, time. You're right. You're right. You're right. All the time. All right. Now Meek Mill versus Michael Rappaport. I don't even understand what what just made Michael yeah, Rappaport feel like one. he could do this. But he put Meek Mill. Great story. Great look. Trash rapper. Sorry. You make 300 songs, five will be okay. Hashtag Meek Mill. Meek Mill had a chance to prove he was a dope rapper, and then came Drake. That was a moment to stand tall as a rapper. Like I said, great story, great look, probably going to do some positive stuff. None of that means you're a dope MC. Dragged by Drake. Where I'm from, if you get dragged by Drake and don't respond, you always will be whack. At least make it competitive. Re-up something. People catching feelings because you know I'm right about Meek Mill. And he said, when I say respond, I mean with something you can listen to more than once. Responding doesn't mean gobble, wobble, throttle. Then he said, I'm sorry seeing Meek Mill perform entirely offbeat again. This time at the All-Star Game got me in my feelings. Pun intended. I started by saying he's going to do good things in real life, just hopefully on beat. What did he do at the All-Star Game that was so bad? I, I, I watched his performance. I enjoyed watching Meek Mill perform. Listen, let's be clear. Michael Rappaport has every right to have that opinion, but let's be clear. Michael Rappaport is wrong. Okay, Meek Mill can rap his ass off. Well, I'm going to tell you how Meek responded, because then Michael Rappaport said Meek Mill isn't even a top 20 rapper from Philadelphia. That's not true. That's a lie. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lie. I can can go throughout the history of Philly, and Meek would probably... That's not a problem. Meek would definitely make top 10. Then Meek Mill posted, Hey, Michael Rappaport, don't ever use the word trash when you're speaking on nothing from our culture unless you're trying to get trash. Number two, who gave you authorization to be speaking on us? Number three, what you charging now? Last time I seen you, you wanted a selfie. Be great, though, on the net. Then he posted a picture of him and Michael Rappaport. It looks like Michael Rappaport's taking that selfie. Me, hey, yo, yo, who's this? Anonymous. I think it's the guy from White Men Can Jump. Him, Meek, you so fire. You give me that feeling what hip-hop is missing. I'm a fan. Can I get a selfie? Hurry up. Go ahead. And I don't follow him or know his name. I'm happy I didn't at him. I just don't understand why he's still talking about the Meek Drake situation. Like, that was so three... They have a song and a video together now. Yeah. Let it go. I, I mean, confused. yes, at the right. time, three, four years ago, we were all very disappointed that Meek didn't get at Drake the way he should have with bars. But that don't mean Meek is whack. Meek is not whack at all. And the album is dope. Meek is a dope rapper. Like, if it's one thing Meek Mill could do is wrap his ass up. All right. And that was never a question. Never. Nobody's ever said that. Netflix has canceled Marvel's The Punisher and Jessica Jones. They announced that it will be canceled. Um, And they just did debut The Punisher's second season. So I guess no more of that. Did you watch that show? Punisher and all that? Yes, I sure did. And Jessica Jones? Yes, I did. I liked Punisher and Jessica Jones. But I mean, what happened, what's going on is like Disney has a screaming service now. I always say screaming. Like screaming. Yeah, I'm like, Mm. they're going to be screaming? What's the word? (laughs) Streaming. Okay. That, that, right? They got that kind of service. So, I mean, all of those Marvel properties will probably just end up on Disney, mm-hmm. more than likely. Let's hope so. All right, little baby, congratulations to him. He and his girlfriend, Jada, have welcomed a newborn son. So, hey. congratulations to little baby on little his baby little baby. Little baby got little baby. Little baby got little baby. Them ad-libs going to be really fired now. You thought he could do wow, wow, wow good before. Wait until he got one in the house <laughs> to really hear what them babies be saying.
All right, and T.I. is saying that his issues with Floyd Mayweather have nothing to do with Tiny, as some people have been trying to insinuate. Uh, here is T.I. It wasn't nice enough for her to stay. I don't give a way or another. Stop talking about it. I don't give one way or another. When I pulled up on you, it didn't do her. It had something to do with me because me and you had something. We had an agreement. We had a discussion. You went against that, I pulled up. I ain't make no song about it. I pulled up. So if I had a problem still, guess what I do? I pull up again. T.I. has halted production on Family Hustle after his sister has landed in ICU as well. So our prayers are with you and your family at this time. His sister, Precious Harris, got into a very serious car accident in Atlanta mm. um, over the weekend. And both T.I. and Tiny are devastated. So they decided not to move forward with uh, filming at this point in time. So, again, our condolences to the family. All right, I'm Angela, and that is your rumor report. All right. People's Choice mixes up next. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's big Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Black History Month. What are we doing? Listen, man, uh, Jamal Lyon from Empire. Don't act like he's not the first person to win a rap battle. By singing. Oh, he rocked this mic. The Breakfast Club presents a new Black History Month legend. What I'm gay, it don't matter. God ain't made you no better than me. When I pray, he still answers. Maybe you need to get on your knees. No weapon shall prosper. And that was another new Black History Month legend, courtesy of The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, there you have it. First person to win a rap battle by singing. You know what I'm saying? We have to separate the art from the artist when it comes to Jamal Lyon and Jussie Smollett. Okay? We might have to combine them and say Jussie Lyon. That's his new name, Jussie Lyon. Jussie Lyon. <laughs> Jussie Lyon. Jussie Lyon. Well, let's wait and see what happens, right? All right. When we come back, positive note is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Again, shout out to everybody that came out to our live podcast last night. Had an amazing time. Gia and and I we just, you know, we we appreciate the love so much. Shout out to little Mo and, and her husband Dynamite KO for stopping through. Shout out to everybody that drove from so many different places, Virginia, Ohio, uh, flew in from Florida. We definitely appreciate you guys. And the next Casey Crew Podcast Live, I'm sure, will be in the next couple of months. Thank you, guys. I'm doing mine March 28th. Where at? I'm at Caroline's. Caroline's? Yeah, so I'm excited for that one. Um, yeah, that's all. I'm going to San Francisco. It's going to be snowing in New York tomorrow. Oh, so you out? A lot I'm of out. snow? Yeah. All these guys say it's going to snow during the day and then turn to sleet and then rain. Mm. Sounds right. nice. Well, I hope you get a, a sunburn <laughs> out in uh, San Francisco. It's not that sunny. Relax. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Leave us on a positive note. Listen, the positive note, man, uh, speak openly and honestly at all times. When you speak openly and honestly, you won't have to make assumptions. The day you start making assumptions, you will communicate cleanly and clearly and achieve impeccability with your word. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?